lot of us are looking for ways to start our day feeling more joy and appreciation. And while some of us write gratitude lists or do yoga, others pour themselves a bowl of their favorite cereal, Honey Nut Cheerios. Because not only are Honey Nut Cheerios delicious, they can help lower cholesterol as part of a heart-healthy diet. So maybe the secret to a great mood all day is a little yoga. Then writing your gratitude list over a bowl of Honey Nut Cheerios. Learn more about a heart-healthy lifestyle at Cheerios.com. It's 8 a.m. and you're listening to KIOF-LP, 97.9 FM, Las Vegas. This is Las Vegas Public Radio, broadcasting around the corner from the Fremont Street Experience, in fabulous downtown Las Vegas, Nevada. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Ollie Barrett. It's the last day of the UK's general election campaign. Final polling suggests the incumbent Conservative Party could gain a majority, but a hung parliament remains a possibility. Stuart Smith reports from London. UK party leaders are across the country in a last-ditch attempt to secure support in marginal seats. And the two main parties are sticking to their strongest tried-and-tested lines. Jeremy Corbyn's Labour Party is warning the National Health Service is at risk from a Conservative government. And the Conservative Party, led by Prime Minister Boris Johnson, is sticking to its message of get Brexit done. Mr Corbyn is looking to pick up undecided voters, while at this stage Mr Johnson simply needs not to slip up. The Scottish National Party and Liberal Democrats are predicted to make only very modest gains. But with 85 lawmakers defending a margin of 5% or less since the last election, a surprise result is not out of the question. Stuart Smith, London. Increased seismic activity has been recorded at New Zealand's White Island volcano. It's put recovery efforts on hold at the site where six people are confirmed to have died after the volcano erupted on Monday. The death toll from mudslides and flooding in Uganda has now reached 36. In order to save lives, Uganda's President Yuri Museveni has issued a directive to relocate people living within disaster-prone areas. Hilary Ayesiga reports from Kampala. Rescue teams are evacuating people to a safer ground. They are being sheltered at nearby churches and schools. Most affected are families living in wetlands and on steep mountains. But the Ugandan president wants them resettled elsewhere. He's proposing a cash handout to help with the permanent resettlement. Uganda's meteorological department expects the rains to reduce by early next year. Several countries in Africa are still battling effects of climate change. I'm Hilara in Kampala. Egypt, Ethiopia and Sudan are inching closer to an agreement over a controversial dam project on the River Nile, which prompted Washington to intervene. Talks in the U.S. Capitol are scheduled for January the 13th with U.S. Treasury Secretary Steven Mnuchin and World Bank President David Malpass in a bid to overcome their differences over the Grand Renaissance Dam. Coletta Wanjohi reports from Ethiopia. The dispute between Ethiopia, Egypt and Sudan involves a fight over water resources and has upset regional relations in recent months. But there appears to have been a breakthrough in negotiations with more talks scheduled in Washington in January, two days before a deadline to reach an agreement. 
Ethiopia has long argued it needs the 6,000 megawatts of power per year that the dam is expected to deliver to Ethiopia. But agreement has been hard to reach because Egypt and Sudan argue their agriculture and water resources are under threat if Ethiopia gets its way. I'm Koleto Anjohi in Addis Ababa. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks. Today, the violent crackdown in Iran against protesters demonstrating over the government's decision to end fuel price subsidies. Human rights organizations estimate that more than 200 people have been killed by the authorities since protests began in the middle of last month. There have been some reports that families have been charged fees for returning the bodies of their loved ones so they can be buried. Bob McMahon is an analyst with the US-based Council on Foreign Relations. He says the Iranian government is trying to show it won't tolerate threats to its rule, but is facing a populace increasingly angry over the country's deteriorating economy. Human rights watchdog group Amnesty International has, has revised upward its death toll to 208. And that's seen as a conservative estimate by some accounts. Some other groups uh, say it's much higher, but it's still probably the highest and, and probably amounts to the biggest crackdown in about 40 years, basically since the Islamist re revolution. Government you know, basically dismisses charges that of a brutal crackdown down, although it did this week acknowledge people were killed for quote-unquote taking place in armed revolts against uh, the government. It still needs to sort of reconcile what its approach is going to be in, in sort of navigating these, these difficult waters while also dealing with the blowback on what, what has happened so far. President Trump seemed confused over the issue last week. At one point he told reporters he does not support the aims of protesters in Iran, only later to issue a tweet reversing his position. With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks. FSN is an independent source of news for TV, radio and digital networks worldwide. You can find more of our minute-by-minute -minute updates on Twitter, follow us there at Feature Story, and we have a wealth of audio and video stories from our global news bureaus on Facebook. You can find us there by following Feature Story News. Stay tuned for further updates right here, but for now, that is the latest Feature Story News. From London, Ollie Barrett reporting. Magic FM in Las Vegas, where stars are made and played. The Sports Angle brings a unique mix of sports discussions to talk radio. The goal is to entertain sports fans with an angle on unique topics in the sports world while interacting with the listeners. Your host Rocco Kelly brings a unique on and off the field knowledge and well-studied angle and energetic perspective to the sports world. The sports angle can be heard Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. here on KIOF 97.9 FM, Las Vegas Public Radio. Welcome sports fans. And welcome to the Sports Angle, live every morning on KIOF 97.9, LasVegasPublicRadio.org. And now, here's your host of the Sports Angle and TheSportsAngle.com, Rocco Kelly. Welcome to the Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco Kelly. They say if you want to win, that sometimes you gotta pay. Well, if you're the New York Yankees, 
you take that expression to its absolute peak. Recently, it has been official. The New York Yankees sign star pitcher Garrett Cole to a record nine-year, $324 million. I mean, with this being the New York Yankees, there is, of course, going to be mixed reaction. If you're a Yankees fan, and I've spoken to one, they were ecstatic. They were dancing around. They were gloating. They were excited that the New York Yankees got Garrett Cole. If you are a fan of the Boston Red Sox, or if you just flat out dislike the New York Yankees, you hate this deal. You are a absolute dislike of Garrett Cole now, because he went and signed with the Evil Empire. However, if I'm going to be honest with you, when I first saw the reaction, I thought it was a horrible deal. I thought, like majority of people, that the Yankees overspent. I believed that the Yankees did a typical Yankees move. But then I did the statistics. I took the last three years, 2017, 2018, and 2019 seasons, and I compared him to the top pitchers of MLB, the top 10 in baseball. And when you add those statistics together... Surprisingly, Garrett Cole is actually exactly where he should be. Because the statistics do not lie. And now look, I understand the sports angle is not a statistics channel. And it's not a radio show that's just going to hammer down your throat about statistics. But this is still very important to be said. That Garrett Cole... With everything that has been in the line from 2017, 2018, 2019, is the third best pitcher in all of baseball when you include his win-loss record, his ERA, games played, innings pitched, and strikeouts. His average is four out of all of those lists. So you put all ten together, his average is four. The same as Jacob deGrom. However, Garrett Cole holds more weight. In terms of weighted average, Garrett Cole is a little bit higher than the Grom. But if you want to make the argument that the Grom won uh, Cy Youngs and he is with the New York Mets and he is going to become the highest paid when he does become a free agent next year, then you got a more favorable deal. So if Garrett Cole is the third or fourth best pitcher, you have to ask this question. Verlander and Scherzer are the top two pitchers in baseball, and that's not going to go away. However, Verlander's 36. He has been signing one, two-year deals for the last couple of years. Scherzer signed this max five-year deal back in 2015, so he will be a free agent, but he'll be 34. So he's not going to be prime Scherzer who's won Cy Young's and won a World Series and has done all this. 
So was this a great move for the New York Yankees? Well, when I took a step back and I had a conversation with somebody and I had to think about it, yes, the New York Yankees went and got a 29-year-old who's in his prime, a pitcher who for the last two years in Houston has become a star behind Justin Verlander. You're getting a top three pitcher in MLB by opening the vault for him. And with it being the New York Yankees, this isn't going to be a big concern for them. It's not going to hurt them as much as other teams would. Because let's face it, they're the New York Yankees. They pay the luxury tax every year since it's been created. They have no problem spending money. They got John Carlos Stanton, who has one of the top ten contracts in MLB. Now they have Garrett Cole and Aaron Judge because he's still on his rookie deal and they're going through arbitration. He will eventually have to do that as well. When you factor in everything, after you think about it, not your immediate reaction because your immediate reaction will either you love it or you hate it. There's no middle ground. But, but, You have to understand what the Yankees got Garrett Cole for. You have to back this up a little bit. Why would they pay $320 million, $36 million per year for Garrett Cole? Well, for starters, he went 4-1 in the playoffs last year. He beat the Yankees in the ALCS. In fact, he did very well against them. In the ALCS. And more importantly, the New York Yankees need a solidified number one starter. Domingo Herman looked like that guy, but then he got injured. Jay's Paxton was the big draw they got from Seattle. Paxton's good, but he's not a great number one starter. He could be, uh, but I don't think that he's going to be their number one starter long term. He'll probably be number two, number three. Tanaka, they're paying him a lot of money, but Tanaka is a great postseason pitcher, but regular season Tanaka has his doubts. And I got doubts about Tanaka in terms of his regular season. And J.A. Happ is a solid veteran, but not a number one. So the Yankees needed a number one starter. So the Yankees did what the Yankees always do. And they said, screw it. If we can't develop a number one starter, we're just going to go and get it. And that is sure enough what they did. And for the people who are going to include his opt-out clause after five years, unless for some reason he just hates being in New York, I highly doubt that somebody would opt out of a $36 million per year contract after five years. I mean, Sonar, very quickly, does that make sense? I don't think you would opt out after five years at $36 million per year. No, definitely not. You want all of that money. Exactly. We're going to continue this conversation after we go to break here on the Sports Angle. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back after this. Fracture prints your digital photos directly onto glass, making your favorite moments come alive in vivid color. Hand-assembled in the USA, Fracture glass prints are a unique and beautiful way to display and share your favorite moments. 
Simply upload your photo at FractureMe.com, select your size, and your glass print will be shipped to you, ready to hang with just one screw. Use code POD15 to get 15% off your order today. That's code POD15 at FractureMe.com. Las Vegas Public Radio Station, KIOF 97.9 FM, is an official radio station for emergency information in Las Vegas. During an actual emergency, tune your radio to KIOF 97.9 FM for official up-to-the-minute information from the city of Las Vegas. The Sports Angle brings a unique mix of sports discussions to talk radio. The goal is to entertain sports fans with an angle on unique topics in the sports world while interacting with the listeners. Your host Rocco Kelly brings a unique on and off the field knowledge and well-studied angle and energetic perspective to the sports world. The Sports Angle can be heard Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. Here on KIOF 97.9 FM, Las Vegas Public Radio. Hello. T-Mobile. A call or click away keeps you in play night and day. Are you with us? My arms are open wide. I should know just what to say. And you know just what to do. Hi, this is Paul. And this is Dean. From the Paul and Dean Show, listen to the Paul and Dean Show live every Saturday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Right here on KIOFLP 97.9 FM. Las Vegas Public Radio, broadcasting around the corner from the Fremont Street Experience. In fabulous downtown Las Vegas, Nevada. Hi, I'm Aaron Clemens, inviting you to ride with the CNC Auto Show. Co-host John Ryan Mooney and I are two real-life, in-the-shop ASC-certified technicians that ride with you each week and answer automotive questions, share tips, and have some fun as we ride. Our goal is to give you information on ways to make your car, truck, or SUV safer, more dependable, and to make it last longer for less money. The CNC Auto Show cranks up on Saturdays from 8 a.m. till 10 a.m. We'll meet you right here at Magic 97.9 FM KIOF Las Vegas. Hi everyone, I'm Craig Orndorff on The Next Seems Like Old Times. It's our annual Christmas comedy show. Oh, we've got tons of novelty holiday records that are silly, crazy, wacky, and a little bit off-kilter too. So drop by and have a laugh or two as we listen to the Christmas memories on The Next Seems Like Old Times. Seems Like Old Times can be heard each Sunday night from 8 to 10 p.m. right here on Magic 97.9 FM, KIOF, Las Vegas.
And now it's time for more of the Sports Angle, live every Monday through Friday on KIOF 97.9, Las Vegas Public Radio.org. And now, your host of the Sports Angle, Rocco Kelly. Welcome back to the Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco Kelly. Let's face it. New York Yankees are the New York Yankees. And for anybody who's a baseball fan, or more importantly, a sports fan, because of how globally known the New York Yankees are, you understand what I say when I point out that the Yankees are the Yankees. They spend the most money. They write the big checks to get the, all of the players that they want. It's like Christmas. And speaking of which, with Christmas coming up, that's a great analogy. The New York Yankees is like that little kid. Sonar. That little kid that puts out his shopping list. And he goes, uh, Dad, Mom, I want this. I want that. Uh, can I have this little toy over here? Uh, there's that big wheel. I'd like to get that. And as a parent, what do you do? Well, because, you know, it's, it's your daughter. You know, it's your son. You say, okay, um, we're going to get this. We're going to get that. We might not get this, but we're going to get the uh, cheap knockoff version of it and hope he doesn't notice. And then we might have to make some trades and some deals with certain people online to get the other thing. To me, that's what the Yankees are. The Yankees is like that parent that, you know, you have your kid, you have your baby, and you're like, you know what, I'm going to give my baby everything that it wants. I mean, is that a good analogy or no? Like, to me, Steinbrenner treats the Yankees like it's his kid. Well, he's got enough money to do it. I mean, Daddy Warbucks over here, it will pay the luxury tax no matter what they put on, on their team. Yeah, exactly. Like like I how mean, Sal always but, puts but it, me, you put a broken Coke machine in a uh, in a jersey out there, Steinbrenner's going to give it $100 million. Right, but to me, I've always felt like Steinbrenner, doesn't matter if it was George or if it's currently with Hal Steinbrenner, it always feels like the Yankees is his kid. And because it's his kid, he will do everything humanly possible to make that kid successful and to make it happy. Yeah, I mean, I that's, think that's, that's Daddy analogy. Warbucks, man. That, that, <laughs> do it every time. Well, you saw you saw the uh, the craziness Annie was uh, was rocking. Yeah, exactly. And like, it's it's also kind of similar to it's kind of similar to majority of those movies where like. The kid wants just that one thing in the movie, and he tries to build up to that to him getting that one thing, and his family is just like, oh, I don't know, maybe we can get it, or maybe we can't. And eventually, by the end of the movie, at the Christmas tree, you have that big box in front of it, and you see the main character's eyes light up like, whoa, wait, I got that? Like To me, I feel like the Yankees is that little kid in all those Christmas movies with his, with his eyes light up. And, oh, my gosh, I got the red rifle. Like, anybody who gets that reference, by the way, I love you. Uh, yeah. Uh, 
Well, but, Santa Steinbrenner but, uh, is just handing out gifts left and right. Essentially, what they said was, hey, we want a pitcher that's worth a whole bunch of monies. And you know what? We want coal. Give us coal for Christmas. Yeah, give us coal for Christmas, but don't don't let it be in our stocking. No, yeah. have it be in front of the Christmas tree. Exactly. And I understand your analogy with Daddy Warbucks. Definitely, that's a great analogy. But I just feel like with the New York Yankees, it's kind of like, I don't know if you've ever seen that picture, where there's like a pile of money and you see somebody making snow angels in the middle of it. <laughs> I feel like that is the Yankees. Like they're sitting inside their chairman. They're sitting inside their office. You have all these piles of money from all the revenue the Yankees make. And you're seeing Hal Steinbrenner being a little 12-year-old kid that we all have inside of us. Just making snow angels in the middle of the office. Well, the way I look at it is Steinbrenner opens up his Scrooge McDuck vault. And says, oh, you guys need a, uh, a new pitcher? You guys want uh, Garrett Cole? How much does he want? Okay. And he goes in there with a snow shovel and then and, and bags with the dollar sign on it and just fills it up. How many bags was it? Oh, okay. You want eight bags full of money? <laughs> yeah, well, these are all $1,000 bills, so okay. And then you turn around and say, well, well how much was those three bags? Oh, uh, $324 million. Okay, is that a good deal for you, Cole? I, I got three hundred and twenty-four million in these bags. It's the ones that I uh, I took from the coffers. I I don't need to swim in this. I, I'll swim in the rest of it. Exactly. Speaking of Scrooge McDuck, if you know how much he actually has in that vault, it will amaze you. Like he has trillions of dollars in that vault, and every time he does that jump into that money vault. It always makes me go, can I have some of that, please? Yeah, dude. I mean, That's I would I mean. love to have some of that money. Steinbrenner just, just goes over there with, with a, a snow shovel and, and just fills up those canvas bags with the dollar signs on it and says, here you go. This is this is the deal that you want to make? Cool. Oh, I didn't know it was the highest. <laughs> $324 million. <laughs> That's Saturday. <laughs> yeah, but what I love about the Yankees, and you have to give credit to the city of New York, and I know some people are going to hate what I'm about to say. New York isn't afraid to put their money where their mouth is. There are some owners that don't want to spend money on players. Like, they want to, you know, they like if they don't have to spend money, they won't do it. However, I can respect the fact that New York always puts out the big checks. They're not afraid to spend the money. And I understand people are going to say, oh, they're in New York. Yeah, but that doesn't mean they have to spend the money. They don't have to, but they do every single time. And that's part of the respect aspect I have, especially – when it comes to Garrett Cole, because he is a top three pitcher in baseball. He's a, I mean, he is with Jacob DeGrom. He's alongside Scherzer. He's alongside Verlander, which I understand. So if you're going to pay for a great pitcher and one of the best pitchers in baseball, you have to be able to spend big, and that is what I've always respected about the Yankees. Does it backfire on them every once in a while? Yes, of course it does. But... You just have to be able to respect 
the fact that they always get it done. Exactly. They they make more money than they're putting out. That's the biggest thing, and that's what they they've always done is they will win more than they lose. And that's where the money keeps coming in. And that's why they look at it as even if they lose money on an investment, they've made money on many, many more investments. You've got to think about it. Even even the rule of three. So here's here's the deal. When you put out money, you should get three times that money back if you're a business owner. That's That should be the rule of three. So right. if they're going to pay $300 million, they're hoping to get almost a billion dollars back over the course of that nine years. Well, and with that nine years, there's the whole inflation rate that we talked about during the break. And it brings up a great point when it comes to inflation because every inflation bubble has a pop. We've all seen it in sports where they, they rise, they rise, they rise, and then the bubble gets burst, and then it starts to go back down eventually. And a lot of baseball fans have been wondering when that bubble is going to pop because with the baseball TV deals that they have and all of the marketing and all the media, uh, YouTube TV, everything that baseball has in place, they continue to spend all this money. Eventually, they're going to be able to not be able to do it because eventually that's going to pop. I mean, you understand that the whole inflation bubble happened with real estate. It's happened with a lot of aspects of life where that bubble will keep getting bigger, but then eventually it has to pop. So I missed the overall point I'm trying to make is that right now it's a great deal because Garrett Cole is the top three pitcher. He's 29 years old. He is the third youngest pitcher in terms of top number one starters in MLB. He's the third youngest. Blake Snell and Trevor Bauer are younger, but besides that, when will that inflation bubble pop? Like very quickly, Sonar, before we go to break, how much longer will this inflation bubble keep expanding in baseball to 300, 400, 500 million until eventually it, 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 it snaps? Well, I think the biggest thing that you got to look out is is all of the different places that the Yankees reach. The Yankees reach worldwide. People buy Yankees gear that have never even seen a baseball game. They still buy Yankees gear. And and you got to also look at yes, the uh, uh their actual channel. So what they're doing is they are not just investing in the team in its playing they're also investing in a television network. They're investing in yes. um, stadium tickets. So essentially, they're using every revenue that they can to, uh, to make that billion. Your AC works overtime all summer. So be sure to replace your old air filters with new filtry air filters. They recommend updating HVAC filters at least every three months all year round. So order your filtry air filters today at filtry.com. Let's clear the air. <sighs> the only thing better than grinding all night for your side hustle is your roommate picking you up with Mickey D's breakfast. The perfect pickup deal. There's a deal for every morning at McDonald's. 
Right now, taste breakfast perfection when you get a warm and savory sausage McMuffin with egg for just $2.50. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. In dollars over the course of nine years that they're trying to get. Yeah, exactly. But when we come back from the break, I'm going to very quickly get into the whole inflation thing because eventually everything has to pop and has to come to an end. But we will get back to that when we come back from the break here on the Sports Angle. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back after this. Vegas' first official arts, culture, and tourist station. Magic 97.9. Las Vegas Public Radio Station KIOF 97.9 FM is an official radio station for emergency information in Las Vegas. During an actual emergency, tune your radio to KIOF 97.9 FM for official up-to-the-minute information from the city of Las Vegas. The Sports Angle brings a unique mix of sports discussions to talk radio. The goal is to entertain sports fans with an angle on unique topics in the sports world while interacting with the listeners. Your host Rocco Kelly brings a unique on and off the field knowledge and well-studied angle and energetic perspective to the sports world. The Sports Angle can be heard Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. Here on KIOF 97.9 FM, Las Vegas Public Radio. Hello. T-Mobile. A call or click away keeps you in play night and day. Are you with us? My arms are open wide. Cause you know just what to say. And you know just what to do. Hi, this is Paul. And this is Dean from The Paul and Dean Show. Listen to The Paul and Dean Show live every Saturday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Right here on KIOF LP 97.9 FM. Las Vegas Public Radio, broadcasting around the corner from the Fremont Street Experience in fabulous downtown Las Vegas, Nevada. Hi, I'm Aaron Clements, inviting you to ride with the CNC Auto Show. Co-host John Ryan Mooney and I are two real-life, in-the-shop ASC-certified technicians that ride with you each week and answer automotive questions, share tips, and have some fun as we ride. Our goal is to give you information on ways to make your car, truck, or SUV safer, more dependable, and to make it last longer for less money. The CNC Auto Show cranks up on Saturdays from 8 a.m. till 10 a.m. We'll meet you right here at Magic 97.9 FM KIOF Las Vegas. Hi, everyone. I'm Craig Orndorff on The Next Seems Like Old Times. It's our annual Christmas comedy show. Oh, we've got tons of novelty holiday records that are silly, crazy, wacky, and a little bit off-kilter, too. So drop by and have a laugh or two as we listen to the Christmas memories on The Next Seems Like Old Times. Seems Like Old Times can be heard each Sunday night from 8 to 10 p.m. right here on Magic 97.9 FM, KIOF, Las Vegas.
Welcome back to the Sports Angle with your host, Rocco Kelly, live every morning on KIOF 97.9 Las Vegas Public Radio.org. And now, here's your host, Rocco Kelly. Welcome back to the Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco Kelly. Look, inflation is always part of sports. Okay, the team revenue is going to keep going up. The Every single year that they keep making money, they're going to spend money. All right, it's like that old saying, if you want to make money, you have to spend money. And the Yankees are a full example of that. And look, baseball with their TV contracts, with their networks, with their brands, with sponsors, with everything that baseball has in the place, I get it. Their, their revenue and all their earnings are doubling, and they're going at a massive rate in terms of an increase. But very quickly before we get to our next topic, I just, I'm just wondering when is it going to pop? Because in baseball, we have seen strikes happen before. In baseball, we have seen where owners don't want to pay certain players, where they don't want to pay that much money for for the for the talent. I mean, majority of them are small market teams because they're struggling as it is in terms of keeping up with the big markets. And that's a discussion for another time. But, Sonar, what I'm trying to get to is that inflation always has a bubble that pops. We've seen it in every sport. We've seen it in real estate. We've seen it in the video game industry. Everything has a bubble that has to eventually pop. That's how inflation works. So what I'm wondering is how many years is it eventually going to take for baseball to pop? Is it going to be right away? Is it going to be a couple of years? Heck, will it be a decade from now? I'm just wondering, and I'm just trying to speculate and look into the future, how many years will it take for the TV contracts to eventually start going down for their marketing deals, for their sponsorships, for that bubble to eventually explode on itself. Well, you're right. There is there is a bubble effect that happens with with most things, especially in entertainment and everything else along those lines. But as long as the Yankees are still getting a return on everybody, I think that's that's the biggest issue is that you you're going to keep paying the money if you're going to keep bringing it back. If if I if I send out a dollar and that dollar comes back to me with two of his buddies, um, yeah, I'm going to keep throwing dollars that direction. I'm going to keep throwing them uh, that way. And what you're going to start to see is that now when you send out George Washington, only uh, only his twin comes with him. Or eventually maybe only uh, that same George Washington that you sent out comes back. And says, hey, sorry, I went out looking for more of me, but I can't. So that you're actually going to – the bubble isn't going to pop. It's going to be more of like a balloon that deflates. That, that You know that, that birthday balloon that always sticks around for like three weeks, and before you know it, it's, it's just, just floating halfway in the air? It, it, can't, it can't really right. hold itself anymore. You will see that more often – then you'll see all of a sudden it pop. 
especially the people who are early adopters like the Yankees. The Yankees are early adopters with paying more for pitchers. They always have because they always want the best product that's out there. They don't want to to, to worry about grabbing um, some wannabe and moving their way up. If you don't work your way up to being Yankee material in their own farming system, then uh, they're not going to spend the time developing you in the actual uh, team. They're going to wait. No, they're going to trade. They're going to trade you for a uh, for a developed, well polished player. Exactly, because that's the other thing that the Yankees are doing is they're making their own players. They have a development uh, system that they make their own players, and they'll actually make uh, more money off of trading. And that could be why they always put these high caps on everything. Because when you trade somebody who's coming through, you don't necessarily have to foot all of that bill. You're, you're actually taking something that you've made and you've grown and you've raised and then sending it out. They're essentially using... Uh, uh, players in their farming system as a product and as cattle to bolster somebody like Cole and make sure that they can get those those shiny new players that everybody is looking for. Right. Uh, it's similar to, for anybody who's going to get this reference, you obviously play video games. On an NBA 2K, there's an option where you can draft players, like those like generic players, let them develop for a year or two and then immediately trade them for either more draft picks or you wait for them to get into like the high 80s or low 90s and then trade them for like a superstar. Like that is the most easiest way to cheese and exploit the algorithm on uh, NBA 2K in terms of franchise mode is like if you just trade those like generic like auto uh, auto auto generated draft picks from like a year, two, three years after franchise mode. All like they like you understand what I'm trying to say about that? Like if you're a team in NBA two K and you're on franchise mode, if you wanted to get an established superstar, all you really have to do is just draft players like the in the first round, develop them for a year or two by using certain traits, and then immediately trade them. And your team will get better by default. It's kind you're of absolutely right. In terms no, of- you're absolutely right because yeah. you're growing a system. You're, you're, you're not – no player lives in a vacuum. We, we've discussed this before. Even if you say you're the greatest of all time, you're, you still have to play with other people. There's, there's, it's almost impossible to play a baseball game one-on-one. It's, it's – Almost impossible. I'm sure someone out there has tried. But what, I, what I'm saying is that the players are not in a vacuum. When you, play a, when you pay a player this much money, you're taking it from somewhere else and shuffling it around. Now, maybe they, they've been saving up. Maybe um, Steinbrenner has come off of his hoard and, and, and uh, woken up from his nap that he sleeps on top of his billions of dollars. And, and maybe he's turned around and said, you know what, now it's time, instead of me bringing in money, is to send it out. Here's the side that I put away that we, when we were bringing in money, this is what I saved so that we could buy somebody bigger down the line. They do that a lot. 
the the Yankees will go for a while and just kind of play this this hoarding mentality of keeping all the money to themselves and then turn around and say, boom, here is a big purchase. Here's a big thing because I can farm anybody else that I need to supplement this larger yeah. player. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. It's kind of so much the Yankees mentality if they have a lot of farm system. They will trade one of the top ones to get an established player. James Paxton last year, they traded one of their top prospects, a pitcher in Sheffield, who was the top 100 player, to the Mariners to get James Paxton. When A-Rod was with the Texas Rangers, this was such a long time ago, when he got traded to the New York Yankees, they gave up a very young guy named Alfonso Soriano. Um there are so many examples of Yankee players that were top prospects getting traded for established talent. And you're bringing up a great point with the whole hoarder and the whole system. And Steinbrenner, like I said, I always have a huge amount of respect for him because he at least spends money. And I understand some people are going to say, oh, they're worth, you know, X amount of billions. They're a $4 billion team value. Well, yeah. But it could be like his friend in the New- and James Dolan in the New York Knicks who doesn't spend any money at all. So you have to at least give him credit that he goes out and spends as much as humanly possible. He- well, we've all seen teams part- that, yeah. that fall apart because they don't spend any money. How many times have we seen a baseball team that won't go out and pay that extra $10, 15000000 million and completely lose a pitcher that, they, that uh, they were trying to keep or a staple? I mean, where did Cole come from? That's the thing is why didn't he stay where he was? Because the Yankees came in and said, hey, we're a better team and we are uh, a better money cash cow for you. I mean, you, you turn around and they haven't won anything in 10 years. They're making a push for it. They're making a push for it now, and that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to get champions to make a championship team. Right. It's. I mean, the Yankees have been to the ALCS two of the last three years. So it's not like they're a bad team. They've gotten close, but they haven't gone to a World Series in 10 years. Absolutely. And basically to end the conversation, it's just one of those situations where I respect the Yankees. I'm not one of the people who hates them. Yes, I do joke around with certain people about them being Yankees fans. But I do respect them at the end of the day because I do spend money. They do everything possible to get the job done. We will see how the Garrett Cole deal does for the next nine years. Maybe you can get them a World Series championship in New York. We'll see. This is the Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco Kelly. We will be back after this. Magic. 
Las Vegas public radio station KIOF 97.9 FM is an official radio station for emergency information in Las Vegas. During an actual emergency, tune your radio to KIOF 97.9 FM for official up-to-the-minute information from the city of Las Vegas. The Sports Angle brings a unique mix of sports discussions to talk radio. The goal is to entertain sports fans with an angle on unique topics in the sports world while interacting with the listeners. Your host Rocco Kelly brings a unique on and off the field knowledge and well-studied angle and energetic perspective to the sports world. The Sports Angle can be heard Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. Here on KIOF 97.9 FM, Las Vegas Public Radio. Hello. T-Mobile. A call or click away keeps you in play night and day. Are you with us? My arms are open wide Cause you know just what to say And you know just what to do Hi, this is Paul. And this is Dean. From the Paul and Dean Show. Listen to the Paul and Dean Show live every Saturday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Right here on KIOFLP 97.9 FM. Las Vegas Public Radio, broadcasting around the corner from the Fremont Street Experience. In fabulous downtown Las Vegas, Nevada. Hi, I'm Aaron Clements, inviting you to ride with the CNC Auto Show. Co-host John Ryan Mooney and I are two real-life, in-the-shop, ASC-certified technicians that ride with you each week and answer automotive questions, share tips, and have some fun as we ride. Our goal is to give you information on ways to make your car, truck, or SUV safer, more dependable, and to make it last longer for less money. The CNC Auto Show cranks up on Saturdays from 8 a.m. till 10 a.m. We'll meet you right here at Magic 97.9 FM KIOF Las Vegas. Hi everyone, I'm Craig Orndorff on The Next Seems Like Old Times. It's our annual Christmas comedy show. Oh, we've got tons of novelty holiday records that are silly, crazy, wacky, and a little bit off-kilter too. So drop by and have a laugh or two as we listen to the Christmas memories on The Next Seems Like Old Times. Seems Like Old Times can be heard each Sunday night from 8 to 10 p.m. right here on Magic 97.9 FM, KIOF, Las Vegas. When you need some sports, but you don't have $324 million to spend on it, why not try the Sports Angle? Live every morning on KIOF 97.9 Las Vegas Public Radio.org. And now, here's your host of the Sports Angle and the SportsAngle.com, Rocco Kelly. Welcome back to the Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco Kelly. The best part about college basketball, not just the fact that there is a very, very good uh, schedule of games every single week, the fact that in college basketball, you could have anything happen. You could have the number one overall team Lose to an unranked team. 
In college football, the rarity of that happening is slim to none. But in college basketball, we have actually been seeing a reoccurring theme this season. Recently, Louisville, the number one ranked team, lost to unranked Texas Tech at Madison Square Garden. And a couple of weeks ago, Duke, who was number one at the time, lost to unranked Stephen F. Austin. If anybody's wondering who that is, exactly my point. Who's Stephen F. Austin? Yeah, anyway. I won't think about this for a second. In the past seven weeks of the college basketball season, five number one overall teams have lost. Five. I mean... I guess the question we should be asking, it isn't why are they losing? The question should be, what does this mean for the parity of college basketball? Is this great for college basketball that these number one teams are losing and you're seeing new teams towards the top and you're having all of these new teams coming up now? And there's getting spotlighted on teams that are unranked or teams that are from smaller conferences that are beating these powerhouses? Or is it showing that the that the curse of the number one team in college basketball is still alive and well? I mean, Sonar, what do you think about that? I mean, I think that, first off, I don't believe in the curse myself, but there is some merit to it. But five teams that were number one have lost in the last seven weeks of college basketball. I mean, you don't see this in college football. I mean, you just, you just don't see it. No, you're right, man. But there are some degrees to... There are some degrees to uh, to superstitions. That's why they're there. Right. Well, I mean, I understand the super superstition about it but i think that parody in sports is a very important aspect if you have the notion that anybody can win on any given day then it adds more appeal to it because you're going to keep tuning in that's the biggest problem with college football i know there's going to be college football fans are going to get mad at me i don't care if you're a number one or number two team if you're facing an unranked opponent you essentially have a lock of winning that week. I mean, we don't really, really admit it, but that has been for the last couple of decades. If you're one, if you're number two, the odds of you losing to an unranked so incredibly low that it, it's just such a rarity. But in college basketball, surprisingly, you see, I'm not going to say, all the time, but it's a quite often that you will see a number one team lose. That it's not a surprise to see a number one ranked team lose in college basketball. Because parity in college basketball is there. That, that's something that you can establish. That it is a well, well thought out system of, okay, we have the number one team, but he can lose at any moment. Well, yeah, you've got you've always got the cliche that pride comes before the fall as well. 
So if you turn around and you tell these teams, well, you're number one, well, you're ranked, and these guys aren't, or they aren't ranked as high as you are, the the issue yeah. is, is you can turn around and now you may be overconfident or uh, – or, or you may not th- not think that that's going to actually happen because you're underestimating everyone else. So it, it's one of those things that there is a there's a big ego check that has to happen soon with basketball in general, not just the NCAA or college, but also the NBA. There's there is a big ego and um, and a reality check is on its way. And really, we, we hate to bring this guy up. Well, I mean, I guess we love it because we bring him up so often. He's the reason why there is such a giant ego in basketball in general. If you get any kind of accolade and everybody just thinks it is the, uh, the best thing since sliced bread if you get ranked. It, 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 it's, it's understandable. But at the same time, a reality check is coming for the NBA and I think basketball in general. Well, yeah, and I understand the whole ego in basketball, and especially in the NBA. And in college basketball, you could make the argument that the one and done is the NCAA's way of really not allowing their egos to go in check. I mean, how can you keep these 18 – 19-year-olds in check when you're only allowing them to go to school for one year, for really only one semester, if we're being honest, where they're not really learning anything just to get a million-dollar check in the NBA. So I understand that aspect of it. However, you have to understand that, I mean, think about it. Michigan State was the number one team, and they were the top-ranked team at the beginning of the year. They lost. Kentucky, they were number one, and they lost to Evansville out of any all teams. I already talked about Duke and them losing to Stephen F. Austin. I mean, Florida, they lost to Butler, and Butler isn't that high key of a college basketball program as it used to be. Uh, Villanueva lost to Ohio State, and I'm not talking about college football. I'm talking about college basketball. You had Virginia lose by 29 to Purdue. And I understand that Purdue in college basketball, I mean, they do have some momentum in certain occasions, but still, Virginia, last year's national champions, losing by 29 to Purdue. And then we saw just what happened with Texas Tech, an unranked Texas Tech team, beating Louisville. So what I'm pointing out to you is that when you've had all these teams that have been highly ranked losing to these unranked teams, and some of them had prestige, but they're still unranked to prove my point. Four number one teams and six teams inside the top five losing to unranked teams this season. I think it's great for college basketball. I actually believe that the parity side of it is making it great to watch college basketball because you never know what's going to happen. You have no idea what is the next top team that is going to lose. I mean, the rankings right now, as I nearly knocked my microphone halfway across the room, uh, Louisville is, is top. Kansas, I mean, Kansas has one loss, but guess what? 
Kansas hasn't had a hard found loss. Ohio State is still undefeated. Auburn is still undefeated. There are plenty of teams. San Diego State in the Mountain West Conference, since we're here in Las Vegas, is unranked. It will be interesting to see what happens next. Anyway, this is the Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco Kelly. Follow me on social media at Rocco Kelly Radio. Thanks to Sonar for helping me out. We are here Monday, Monday through Friday. So, so long. See you next time. The Sports Angle brings a unique mix of sports discussions to talk radio. The goal is to entertain sports fans with an angle on unique topics in the sports world while interacting with the listeners. Your host Rocco Kelly brings a unique on and off the field knowledge and well-studied angle and energetic perspective to the sports world. The Sports Angle can be heard Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. Here on KIOF 97.9 FM, Las Vegas Public Radio. Great tailoring and alterations are hard to find these days. For ample, a new tailoring and alterations shop in Henderson, Nevada can help you with all your needs. Their website is www.fire-ample.com. You may contact Shirley at 702-867-1088 for more information. Hello? Is it me you're looking for? T-Mobile. A call or click away. Keeps you in play, night and day. Are you with us? My arms are open wide. Cause you know just what to say. And you know just what to do. The following magic music. At General Motors, we make more than electric vehicles. We're helping to make the world a safer, more inclusive place for all. As the first automaker to support the Equality Act, General Motors celebrates and embraces diversity every day, especially during Pride Month, which is why we're proud to team up with iHeartRadio to support Can't Cancel Pride and the LGBTQ community. Because everybody in means everybody. Learn more at GM.com. The been thinking about McDonald's all day. Can't get it off my mind. I can already taste it. Ooh, got my mind on my mouth and my mouth ready for some Mickey D's deal. There's a deal for every moment at McDonald's. Right now, get two of your favorites for just $3.50. Mix and match a classic McChicken, a hot and spicy McChicken, or a juicy McDouble. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Single item at regular price. 